Greetings, podcast listeners. Welcome back. This is your host, Indra, with Aikido Talks. We continue with Aikido, the section within Secrets of the Samurai. Uh, In the component of the martial synthesis, let's continue. In Bujutsu, the first distinction was that ki differed intrinsically in nature from the intrinsic power of man's muscular system. Of course, the concept of chikara, or brute force, whose effectiveness depended almost entirely upon a well-developed set of muscles, was not unknown in Japan. Actually, we may even say that it often tended to predominate in Japanese culture, where purely physical strength was, as it was as it has always been in almost all climes. The easiest form of power to develop and apply. The repeated references to ki found in almost all specializations of bujutsu, in fact, should not lead us to believe that this type of energy was so common among the Japanese bujin as to be the norm rather than the exception or ideal. Indeed, the contrary was apparently closer to the actual fact. Such terms as esoteric, divine, and mysterious, often used by the authors of works on bujutsu when referring to ki, are clear indications that knowledge and use of this power were comparatively limited. For example, when Arthur says that when a man is ready, is really in possession of the centralization in the hara, He does not need muscular force anymore because he can win by employing a force entirely different, translated from Durkheim. But as the nature of this force, the doctrine of Bujutsu is often as vague as the concept of Ki itself, which in Harage seems to be of such vast proportions that it actually embraces the totality of man's powers from physical to mental from spiritual to moral, blending finally with that pervasive vital force that gives life and sustenance to all things under heaven. In the specific context of Bujutsu, therefore, the most immediate level of integration of man's powers was that of blending his mental powers of perception, awareness, and concentration with his physical powers of execution. Very seldom in the doctrine of Bujutsu do we find the term ki used alone. Instead, it usually usually appears in combinations such as aiki or kiai, which denote a compound of ki, meaning mind, will, turn of mind, spirit, etc. And I, the contraction of the verb awasu, signifying to unite, Aiki and Kiai, in fact, seem closely interrelated, although the latter appears specifically associated with the vocal vector of transmission of power from its abdominal source to its target, while in Aiki, the power which actually accomplishes these seeming miracles is silent. Let's repeat that sentence that's so specific. Although the latter appears specifically associated with the vocal vector of transmission of power from its abdominal source to its target, while in Aiki, the power which actually accomplishes these seeming miracles is silent.
The fusion of coordination of mental and physical powers, however, seems to have shifted an emphasis from the former and thus made man's mental capacities to perceive to be aware and to concentrate his will in a certain direction, the basis of training, and consequently of combat. The combination of ki with I as Kumashiro Hikotaro explained to Harrison in the early 1900s meant more precisely that the stronger mind fused with the weaker in order to control it. Thus, in order to be successful in combat, the bushi was urged to master shinkikitsu, for example, a method of uniting opposing minds under the control of one. Apparently, this art of integrating and condensing the energy of the whole personality within the abdominal center of that personality gradually evolved into such advanced stages of mental integration that, at a certain level of development in Shinkikitsu, it became almost impossible to distinguish real power, intrinsic or extrinsic, from sheer illusion projected by certain peculiarity endowed personalities. And with that, we will be right back. And we are back. Pretty dense, huh? Um, This section of Aikido, I wanted to finish this part of uh, the book on Aikido because... Um, because this is the channel of Aikido and this section and as of most as is most of this section of the book is quite interesting because it goes into these details but it goes further into the integration of 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 breath power of of using the solar plexus you know the abdominal region um, you know talking about going into um, the physical going into mental going to I want to say spiritual um, and the silent acts uh, the silent execution of power which is so fantastic whether as it said in this excerpt about the mystical or magical powers or the seeming miracles as they said it in the, in the sentence here the power which actually accomplishes these seeming miracles is silent because um, you don't have to do a kiai for everything, which we don't. We don't do the kiai, right? Unless you're doing funikogi, um, the rowing exercise, and you're doing the breath work um, or some other thing, but we don't do that. Um, however, in Kudo, I guess some schools still do it, but uh, you know they'll do a kiai at the shot, and some schools have taken it away where it's a silent um, shot right to the target so with that my dear friends you know today was this is a special week because it's been the one episode but we will continue the regular programming starting today and hope you're having a great summer or winter wherever you are in the world um hope you enjoyed this episode very short and brief but we'll continue with aikido there's not much left of this section We'll finish it off, and then we will continue forward with other sections and other books. But I just wanted to get the Aikido out and, um, you know, really get into the meat of this particular 
section, which I think is quite exciting. And with that, my dear friends, thank you for listening. Until next time.